Can Vladislav Nemesnikov be a part of this team's future and previewing both the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators games this weekend? Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Scotty is also host at Locked On Tigers. You can find me on Twitter at Brian Fisher971. You can find him at tw- on Twitter at Bentley Scotty. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms. So thanks for making us your free li- first listen every single day. It is also free as we are free. Your free on first listen, baby. Free first listen right here. Um, Keep, keep subscribing to YouTube, guys. We are at one, right. 131 subscribers. I just refreshed it live on this. Recording. I was going to say, we were at what I checked like two hours ago. We were at 129. And uh, whew, that, that Jamel Smith, Giovanni Smith episode is doing bars, Scotty. Yeah, because how, how can you not? The Smith bros. Yeah, Jamel and uh, Giovanni, that's at 125 views. And it's popping off. And uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. That YouTube channel has been growing Always. like crazy. Um, that's just the YouTube numbers. Not even talking about like our Spotify and Apple numbers. You guys have just been fantastic at supporting us. And, you know, I love you guys. I love you. We love you. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. I love you more, though. Not more than Scotty does. I thought you meant I love. <laughs> I thought you were looking at me and you were like, I love Scotty more than all the listeners. No. I was no. like, that's a weird thing to say, man. <laughs> I, don't love, I don't love you, Scotty. You're just you're just a here. You're just a talking piece to me. Ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculous. that's fair. I'm a, I'm um, a filler. <laughs> you're a filler. You're just a face I can talk to while I monologue and ramble about right. the scheduling changes for 10 minutes. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, Playing my part. Vlad is loving Mesnikov. Speaking of playing parts, he's played an integral wow. role on this team. What this a season. transition. Um, and we, want, we t- actually wanted to talk about this yesterday, but I got lost in my ramblings about those scheduling changes. And you, you got know what? big time lost in the sauce. We got, I got lost in the sauce. Big time lost in the sauce. And uh, we've talked about Vladislav Domestikov and how much we've loved his game this season. He's exact at exactly half a point a game at 20 points through 40 games. Um, on pace for one of his best seasons of his career. And it got us thinking, and that's why we want to spend the first segment here talking about him, is do you see t- this 29-year-old center-slash-winger Vladislav Nemesnikov being a part of the future in Detroit. Um, and another reason why we brought this up is because he st- spoke out the other day saying that he loves it here and he would love to be a part of that, which is something that a lot of these free agents that Steve Eisman has brought in have reiterated. I remember Bobby Ryan saying the same thing. And for Steve once, Eisman. You're right. Such it, an all-timer. For once, it doesn't just feel like words. You know, a lot of times when you ask these players things, they just say words. And this doesn't feel like that. It feels genuine. And I could believe it from Nemesnikov because he's basically from here. And I just yeah, want to ask absolutely. you, Scotty, like, do you see Nemesnikov being a part of this team's future? Um, I think, I think we have to define this team's future. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see him on this team five years from now. And there are quite a few guys on this team that I'm pretty that I'm very confident will be on this team five years from now. 
So uh, it, it depends on on what our definition of of future is. As I could absolutely see him as part of the buildup, yeah. the continuing part of the buildup. I, I can see him on the team getting a nice little one or two year, uh, and because he's sneaky old. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's what a way of he, phrasing. He he's sneaky old, man. Like like he, he's what twenty nine. 29 which i mean i'm 26 so are you and you're a grandpa so no, like basically i mean <laughs> yeah he's he's sneaky old as scotty tries to recover um i'm sorry <laughs> he said yeah look it took his head off all right um yeah yes yes he's he is sneaky old though and and 29 is um, you know, you're, unless you're a superstar level player, you're not going to see too many people get, you know, five, seven year deals at, at, at 29. And, um, I, I, and, and like, you're not going to extend a half a game player for seven years either. That's just no, not going to happen, good, but that's a star caliber player or a Ken Holland likes this type type of player signing. <laughs> sure. Advocate. Uh, got, got it. Got to bring it up. Um, we but, that to but bed, no, though. we did, we did. Um, no, but I, 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 I could see him as, as part of this team for the next two, three years. Absolutely. I, I think he, he provides value as the kids continue to, to file in the kids. Uh, the, I the mean, youths. the, the, as the youth say, like, and, <laughs> and least we forget, by the way, like this team has a ton of cap. Like a ton of cap room that is just kind of like forgotten about once the season starts, but when the off season comes back around, we're like we're gonna remember th- this team has a lot of cap. So so when we start filling in free agents and and like I said, those the the AHL and the the prospects kind of start making their way to the ma- the majors <laughs> in baseball mode to uh, to the NHL. Um. I, I think there is a spot for him on this team in the in the small in the short term future, but I don't see it in the long term future. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Um, him being twenty nine years old is the biggest hindrance to him. If he was twenty five, I'd say extend him, you know, five years, and that way he can yeah, be part of this team. Five, yeah. When they're genuinely a part, when they're genuinely ready to compete for a Stanley Cup. Uh, short-term future, yeah, I say extend him. We love Vladislav Nemestikov and the game he brings. He loves being Absolutely. here, and I, gen- I genuinely believe he does when he says that. Um, he's been a he's been an, a great depth player on this team. You slide him in, he's been great on the third line. He's been great on the second line. He's been great on the first line. No matter where you put him, he's been he's been like he's a glue guy, as you said a few episodes ago. Um, but I wouldn't be comfortable giving him more than a three-year contract. Uh, at the end of the season or signing now like they did with Robbie Fabry, just because him being 29 years old, that puts him at 32 years old at the end of that contract. Now, granted, you know, Nemestikov is probably going to be looking for maybe not a payday, payday, but a contract that's going to have some term to it because he's going to want to be around for a while. He's not going to want a short-term deal. That's going to leave him on the wrong side of 30 to where he's getting one, one year deals every single year. But from my comfort zone and my comfort level, you know, three may, you know what? I had no, I'm not going to say it. three years max. I'm going to say three years max. I almost said four, but my comfort level ends with three just because, like, 
he's great now and he's good for the team now, but a player, it's just hard to say because I just love him so much, but the, I'm fighting with the rational side of me. That's like, sure. when he's on the wrong side of 30 and this team is ready to compete. They're going to be able to bring in somebody who's better. And I hate right. to say that. I love him. I love him, but they, they can bring in somebody better at that point who can fill that role and is hopefully a little bit younger. But as of right now for the shirt term, shirt term, Vladislav Mesnikov is a short term. Short term. The short term. He is a great piece for this team, and he brings, you know, great personality. Great for the locker room culture. Basically, a local boy with his ties here in Detroit. I just love everything that Vladislav Mesnikov brings, and I hope they can retain him for some years going forward. Um, I would definitely be disappointed if they traded him at the deadline. Yeah, I I would agree with that, and and I I think if he is extended, I I'm I'm pretty. Confident and comfortable saying he'd, he'd get a two year. Um, that puts him what at, at 31 32 when the contract would run out. Uh, you know, giving people two year deals is significantly more valuable for like trade deadline. And, and if you were to flip him at some point, having a year and a half of a player is a much more valuable than, than half a year. So it kind of winds the scope in that sense too. I think a nice little two-year deal for him would, would do wonders. And, and yeah. again, that he, he's been such a good depth piece, and he's proven that he can be productive on any line from literally one through three. Like he can, he, he can figure out and find a way to produce on any of those. And that's so valuable when, you, when you're a young, up-and-coming team to have just like a solid guy and you know what you're going to get, and he's going to give you that night in and night out. That consistency we talk about all the time that the team lacks at times uh vlad can bring you a little bit of stability there even if it is uh, by the end of the contract on the third or fourth line and and if it is if he is on the third or fourth line by the end of the contract then the rebuild's working so it's it, it i mean it really is uh a, a win-win and and again well i don't think I don't, I don't think he's gonna be here i get for like the the large the the future future the the further future um, I, I think as we continue to take those steps higher and higher into contention in the next year or two, he has a spot on this team. Yeah. And the last thing I, I'll say about it before I talk to you guys about built bar um, is that he is quite possibly the most attractive trade piece that Detroit Rovings have this upcoming trade deadline with how good he is playing. Um, but Steve Eisenman has come out and said, that they're not really going to do much at this trade deadline as they're reaching that phase of the rebuild where they don't have to constantly sell off assets. They're trying to actually retain assets to be competitive the next year, but expiring deal half point per game per pl player that you could slot, slot anywhere in the lineup is going to, he's going to get phone calls about him. And I know Stevie, you know, with how shrewd he is making, making deals, I could see him getting moved. And I also could see Vlad wanting, you know, he is, this could be his final chance at getting a good, a big payday in his career at 29 playing as well as he is Yeah, that he absolutely. might, you know, not, if he doesn't get the contract he wants, he might test free agency as much as he loves it in Detroit. Cause ultimately it is business. We would love to see him retained. And, you know, we have our expectations as what we would want it to be, but we don't, we also know that that's not necessarily always the case. And, um, it should be. We should just get our way always. I think that regardless of what happens with the Mesnikov, Scotty, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for him no matter where he goes. Absolutely, with Detroit because he has been an absolute treat with Detroit. He has absolutely. Um, gotta talk to you. you know what else today. is a great treat? Built Bar.
I missed that transition. Good. Thank you for saving it there. That was perfect. I got you. I got you. It's the new year. So that means new year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan. Built bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike those other protein bars that can be chalky, waxy, or tastes like a like chemical, a chemical spill. spill, whatever those taste like. You want it to, you want to eat healthy. It just gets so boring by like week three. You're thinking this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, built bars, my friends are covered in 100% real chocolate. And they only have 130 calories with four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar. That's normally got like 240 calories and 30 grams of sugar. It's a pretty, uh, pretty big no brainer when you consider that built bars are again, covered in hundred percent real chocolate. So if you want a built bar that has a ton of delicious flavors like coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, and many, many more, go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Scotty, time to preview the first game of this back-to-back. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Say raspberry. 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 You see, you hear the difference? Yeah, I know you're I'm I'm pronouncing it properly. You're pronouncing it the Midwestern way. Correct, but where where are you right now? You don't know. And you don't know where I'm at. I, I do. Prove it. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see? I win. What? <laughs> are you in the Midwest right now? Yes or no? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Grow up. Grow up. (laughs) I may or may not be in the Metro Detroit area. Yeah. Grow up. Raspberry. (laughs) We pronounce it with a Z here. Does it really really bother you that I pronounce it the the proper way? Raspberry? No, I I, I doesn't. I just like giving you crap or stuff. (laughs) I'm just like about to read into a segment. You go, wait, hold on. (laughs) Oh, Scotty. Oh, you, you make me laugh. You make <laughs> me smile, buddy. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hopefully the Detroit Red Wings make me smile this weekend as they have uh, two Most back-to-backs. Slick. Thank Most you. I'm, I'm a professional. Uh, Friday, which is tonight by the time you're listening to this, they play the Dallas Stars at Detroit. Last time they played the Stars, they lost uh, on that horrible first uh, Western Conference road trip they went on where they lost to Columbus, part of the Eastern Conference, but then they went to Dallas and Arizona and lost to both those teams. Lost to Nashville on that trip as well. Just horrible, horrible trip. Uh, that, so let's that hope stretch. that this time when they come home or they're at home against the stars at Little Caesars Arena, where they're historically good this season, we have a much different outcome. And uh, Dallas has uh, just a few guys on the COVID 19 list um, Tanner Caro, Andre Sakara, and Alexander Radulov. Um, who got sidelined on the 11th, so he'll probably be back at that point. Um, there's not much that this team is missing right now. Uh, they're above 500 team, six in their division, though, but that's mainly because their division is completely stacked from top to bottom. Joe Pavelski is a point of, a, above a point-per-game player with 38 points in 36 games. Same with Jason Robertson, 32 points in 28 games. Rupe Hintz, is playing really well. Miro Heiskinen is, of course, playing really well. Jamie Ben's about a half point per game player. Oh, God, we hate him. I shouldn't even say his name on this podcast. I know. I know. But that, that, 
he, that man is the reason that I hope we get some Smith brother action in this game. Yes. And that's something that could happen. Daniela Bruce did say today that uh, Jamel Smith could be available in this game. He's coming off of injury, but could be available in this game if Jeff Blashell wants him. And so really the question is, Scotty, like with all the things I just said, including how great Braden Holpe has been this season, as he has got a safe percentage of um, 920 on the year, which is phenomenal. You know, how worried should Detroit Red Wings be? Or do you think that the Detroit Red Wings can hammer this one out and continue this little, little, little two game win streak they got going on, make it a full blown three? I mean, I, I, it being a home game certainly helps. I mean, I'm, you know, we're, we've gone through the, the ringer with that a, a plethora of times and just how much different this team plays at home versus on the road. And so that'll help. The, one of the, th- things that I find kind of fascinating about this game is we've talked about how terrible the wings power play is, right? Yes. And the stars have a top seven power play in the NHL, but that's not actually what worries me or not. This isn't even a worry. It's just uh, uh, something to point out. I guess we have one of the worst power plays in hockey and the Dallas Stars are fifth at the time of this recording in Pims a game. <laughs> so, my thing is, if if we lose and we get like three or four or five power play opportunities, and that is the reason we can't win, because this, I mean, they've proven time and time again they're they're going to be in the box. This team, the, the stars are going to be in the box. That's that's how they played all season. I right. mean, when you got Jamie Ben as your captain, what do you expect? Absolutely. So they're, they're going to find their way into the box. You're going to have some advantages at some point. And that terrifies me a little bit. Um, the, putting my faith and my confidence in this game in the hands of the Detroit Red Wings power play in 2022 is a little scary. Yeah, and... Of recent, they've been better on the penalty kill than they've been on the power play at scoring goals with like yes. three or four penalty kill goals, uh, shorthanded goals in the last three games. I think we had two of the same game, right? One from yeah, Hugh the game Studer. we broke the streak was yeah. there was there was they were like 30 seconds apart. Yeah, and then Vladislav and Mesnikov had one the other night too. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Michael Rasmussen had a breakaway goal right as he came out of the box. So that's not a shorthanded goal, but you know, just they've been playing better a man down and a disadvantage and they have been playing a man up recently. And that's a great point you bring up Scotty, because it's almost sad to say that when you're looking at the stars, having a lot of penalty minutes that you're looking at it as an advantage for the stars because the power play is so bad. And it's all, it all goes back to that debate we have about they, they're too picky and choosy about the shots they take. And they're too, the, the rules they have the players on on the power play don't really make a whole lot of sense. Although, admittedly, I haven't seen. I know they've had a little bit more power play success of lately uh, than they had pre- prior to our whole debate a few weeks ago. Uh, I think one night they went, what, three for six on the power play, although two of them were like a th- five on three goals. Mm-hmm. So, really, unless they're up you know, on a power play five on three, they're, they're not scoring. And so that is definitely something to keep an eye on to see if the Dallas Stars take a lot of penalties because if the Red Wings can't take advantage when they're a man up, then that spells, you know, that is that is very very bad. Just right. I don't know how else to say besides that's awful. Right, and and that's like that's that's not that's not good. <laughs> like it's not it's not good to 
to look at a team and be like, wow, they, they have, you know, the fifth most penalty minutes in hockey. And you're like, oh, that might be a bad thing. Like yeah. that's, that's messed up. Like that's, that's, that's objectively whack. Like to, to, to have that mindset of, of, all right, well, we're going to be on the advantage a lot and that sucks. Like that's, you know what I mean? That that's a problem. Yeah. And the other thing that is going to be very interesting is to see what goaltender goes in what game for the Detroit Red Wings. Mm -hmm. Now, Dallas is going to be on the second half of a back-to-back -to -back tomorrow night or tonight, rather, by the time you're listening to this. Well, the Detroit Red Wings will be on the first half of a back-to-back. -back. So wings will be fresh. Stars will be tired, especially because they're traveling uh, from Buffalo, I believe, or is Buffalo visiting the stars currently? Uh, they're uh, in the Buffalo. Yes, they are in so Buffalo. They're traveling from Buffalo to Detroit. At and the time of this recording, they are currently losing to Buffalo three to four with nine minutes left in the third. And they're currently on a three-game losing streak as well. Uh, who's the starting goaltender in that game? Because that's going to be a huge, uh, a huge thing to keep keep an eye on. It's so Holpe is playing in uh, tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. So there you go. Which is which would indicate that it's probably going to be Jake Ottinger playing mm -hmm. for. Uh, the Dallas Stars tomorrow night, but not that he's been bad either. He's got a 905 save percentage, goals against average 273, but that's definitely the better of the two matchups. So that would lead me to believe you think the Red Wings will throw their backup out there as well and, and save Nadelkovich uh, for the second half of that back to back, or you think they're going to, like you said, go with the higher risk, higher return of doing their starter against their backup? I know a couple weeks ago when we had this debate, they went. Um, starter versus starter, and Nadelkovich versus Quick, and then backup versus backup. Do you think they'll do that again? Uh, I think uh, they might, and and I think the reason for that one might be more in line with um, with the the logic that I had in the last time we could discuss this, and that the Preds are just a, a better team. And if the other team's throwing out, if the first game of the back to back is a worse team, now the Stars are bad. That's a that's a solid solid team too but the Preds yeah, are 500 right but the Preds are just one of the the upper echelon teams in in uh in the division right now and so I I think you have the combination of you're probably going to see their backup and they're the lesser of the two teams I I think it probably makes a lot more sense to go with Grice in game one yeah and so that's the Grice thing is interesting because Will he be back off of COVID by then? Because last I had heard, he is still not back. Oh, true. But true. Um, it should be around that time that he returns. Call up Kosa. Let's go. Yeah. No, they have uh, Calvin Picard up, which is uh, the thing. Oh, I forgot. Forward. Man, I forget. She whiz. I forgot Picard existed. Goodness. Yeah. He had a so, couple of okay, like, periods last year. A couple of okay periods, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he got added on the COVID protocol on January 17th. So there is. Rice? Yeah. Won't be available. So he's not playing. There's no way he's going to be playing in this game. Yeah. It's gonna. It's no got to be Calvin Picard, which makes it all the more. One of these two games is going to be Calvin Picard. And, and we'll talk. Okay. So at that point, that, that even gives me more incentive to throw Picard out there in game one. I'm not yeah. throwing Calvin Picard against Nashville. No, no, thank you. Not. In Nashville? No, thanks. I'm, I'm good on that. I, I can live without having that matchup. 
and we're going to talk about the Nashville game in a second here. But first, I got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. They would like to wish you a happy new betting year as they continue their march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline. 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 Where the game starts. So, yeah, because we're talking goaltending and that situation is going to be kind of huge in regards to uh, who plays when and what the Red Wings lineup is going to look like, we can kind of roll that in. We can kind of roll both these previews together at this point instead of breaking them up one game than the next. Because if Calvin Picard starts that first game, then you're going to have a game of backup versus AHL backup in Calvin Picard versus uh, Jake Ottinger. But you got to imagine that that's what they're going to roll out there and keep Alex Nelkovich, as you said, for the tougher matchup in the Nashville Predators. Plus, the Wings being tired, having your starter, starting goaltender in net for that game is going to give you the best odds to win when your team's going to be tired. Yeah, man. Personally, I can't wait. For Calvin Picard in that and Danny DeKaiser on first line D in the same game. I think that's a recipe for success. I, I see how no way how that could go wrong. Well, and that's another reason why you're going to throw him in that game against the Dallas Stars because they're going to be Absolutely. hopefully hopefully a little bit tired. Although if they lose to the they lose to the Sabres, that'll make it a four-game losing streak with them. So maybe they'll be a little bit pissed off. Um, so far this season, Calvin Picard down in with the Grand Rapids Griffins has played 26 games as their starter. Um, he's got a save percentage of 929, so he's dominating down there in Grand Rapids. But as we are well aware, there's a huge jump between the AHL and NHL. And Calvin Picard has proven that he's really a fringe backup at the NHL level at his best. Um, that doesn't mean he's not capable of going out there and having fantastic performances. And he, he showed flashes last year. I mean, like I, I like joking aside, he he did show some some flashes last year. He did. Yeah. So hopefully he can, you know, be. And we, there's nothing official yet, but we're just base do, speculating and using an assumption that he'll be in that against the Dallas Stars in their second half of back to back on assuming a four game losing streak. That'll be a good situation for Calvin Picard to play. And then Tom or Alexander Nedeljkovic, holy cow, if I can pronounce his name, would be the better choice against the Predators as the Wings are then tired. Have your best chance of winning in that, that game. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. I guess the, the alternative would be. Do you switch them and just throw Nashville and go, we're getting out of here with a guaranteed win and throw net in the first game? That would be – you either give yourself a, a, a solid chance or like a decent chance to win both or you or you give yourself a significantly better chance in game one and almost throw game two. I mean, we've seen it with the Detroit Red Wings themselves. I mean, just because there's a backup or a rookie making his debut in net is not a guaranteed win. I mean, absolutely. Stu Cal for Washington in his NHL debut was it shut out the Detroit Red Wings in that game? Yeah. So did not, the the Ducks kid did the same thing. Yeah. It's just this has been. There's never any guarantees in hockey, and so even though Certainly we're not. we're logically put playing chess with our goaltenders, trying to figure out what the best matchup to win is, nothing's a guarantee. So maybe what you're saying, Scotty, is the best method. Give yourself the best chance to get away with two, uh, uh, one game out of this back to back. The home game probably has the the bigger significance for the, the Red Wings as is anyways. 
because they go to Nashville the very next day. You put Nadalkovic in that, you have the fans there supporting you, and you got a tired Dallas Stars game team. You know, that actually could have a great psychological effect too. You know, that gives you a three-game winning streak. You played, you, you could hypothetically play fantastic in front of your home crowd. Now you go on the road feeling good. So maybe it's less, maybe physically fatigued, but not mentally fatigued playing Nashville the next night because you know you're playing well. So there, there's an argument made to be there, but like you cannot under any circumstance, you know, go into Nashville and play flat footed. They're 24, 14 and three. They're second in the central division. They're having an unreal year. They're cut. Uh, Roman Yossi is playing out of his mind with 40 points in 39 games played over a point per game from defense, Scotty, which is just insane. They have only one guy who's injured in uh, Fabro. Uh, Matthew Shane is 35 points in 37 games as he continues his resurgence. My, uh, Michael Granlin's 33 and 39. Like they are a deep, 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 deep team. Phenomenal. So regardless, man. Oh, dude. And we can't, even, UC Soros, we can't overlook him. 923 save percentage. Like Dallas is going to be a tough enough game, but Nashville, that's going to be, that's going to be a tough one on the road in Nashville against a very deep team. I mean, they are on a four-game losing streak as rec- uh, recording this, but they're blowing out their opponent tonight, so it's probably going to be a snapped losing streak by the time the Red Wings Winnipeg, come down. I believe. Yeah. So this just either way you slice it, it's going to be a tough two games for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, no, for sure. This is a this is a weekend where you look at it, and you go, if if we get out of here with a win, I'll be I'll be pretty damn happy. You know, I'll I'll, I'll take one win out of this weekend and. Uh, we can get back on the horse name Friday next <sighs> week and and uh, start try to start a streak again. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to stay alive in this playoff hunt, you got to beat good teams. And they were beating good teams surprisingly earlier in the season. But as of late, you know, they've been playing good teams and they haven't. That West Coast road trip in California, all three of those teams are good teams this year. And they got absolutely dominated in all three. Two of them yeah. went to overtime, but that doesn't change the fact that the the Sharks and the Ducks dominated them that entire game. So you got to start challenging those good teams again, and this is a perfect opportunity to start doing that. You get a couple wins against good teams. Beating the Sabres is great and all, but they're the Sabres. They suck. Um, so you got to start they're beating good great. teams. They're, they're not they're, great. They might, they might mess around and beat Dallas tonight, though. Oh, they, well, thanks to Rasmus Dahlin's phenomenal goal and phenomenal assist on Jack Quinn's Bro. first goal. His goal, Darlene's goal, was so filthy. The Sabres aren't beating the Stars. Rasmus Darlene is beating the Stars. Right. Sure. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. But I, no, I, I mean, I like you said, and and we've we've said this with a lot of matchups this year, but you know, good teams are are winning at least a game this weekend. Competitive, you know, playoff teams are are not coming out of this weekend completely empty-handed, even though it's it's a it's a relatively tough weekend. So, if you want to reestablish yourself, Boston had a huge loss and got smacked around the other night. You want to gain some more footing in the division. You want to get back into that hunt a little bit more. You got to come out of the weekend with at least a win. Well, and here's the thing too. Maybe even a win in an overtime loss, you know? You just, no, I, the problem is, is if you want to stay alive in this division at this type point, Scotty, with as many games in hand as Boston has. That is a big problem. They have, f- what, five, four, five in hand? I think it's like yeah. down to three now because the Wings haven't played in a few games. But th- th- every game is becoming a must-win game because yeah. if you're genuinely trying to compete for a playoff spot, which I don't think that Iserman expects them to make the playoffs this season, but if they do, it would be a nice surprise. I think that the plan is still to, like, have a decent 
draft pick by the end of this season. Yep. But if they are genuinely the players on the ice, I know are definitely trying to make the playoffs. I think Jeff Blashill definitely wants this team to make the playoffs. If if you want to make the playoffs, you've got it. Every game at this point is a must win because the teams above you are not going to stop winning games. And Boston with as many games as we're just playing games with with Boston's case. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they got three games on you uh, just on games played, which is, is obviously not great. No, I mean, you're right. This is if, yeah, like like we've said, these are the weekends. These are the weekends that you got to take advantage of. And even though you got to at least one superior opponent, you got to come out with at least a win. Just no more good moral losses they they gotta right. they gotta win hockey games if they want to stay alive but absolutely you know if they start sinking hey get another high draft pick this season then you'll be even more dynamite as for the future goes but just do not be a middling team do not be a, a carolina hurricanes in the mid 2000s early 2010s yes. don't do that you don't want to do that um i want to thank you guys for making lockdown red wings your first listen every day now go to lockdown bets they're hosted by your boy q and uh with expert analysis from lee sterling they're free and available on all platforms. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts? We ball. We absolutely ball. Uh, if you like today's episode or like any of our episodes, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And uh, if you don't like our episodes, then I'm sorry. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yeah. So we'll be back with you guys on Monday. <clears throat> with two game recaps as we did two game previews today uh, same time same place is your team every day every day